Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you very much, Brother Webb, and greetings to one and all. Thank you for joining me today, and let's get into our lesson by thinking of the word grace. And a beautiful text that comes to mind, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Paul writes and says, And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love where which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive again together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. May the Lord always bless us with the reading, the hearing, and the application of His Word. You know, our dear friend Andrew Phillips has some observations on this text from the wonderful study book titled One Word. Before we think on these things, as always is our custom when we share material as this, we want to pause and give thanks to the editorial board of One Word, and especially to board member and co-editor Dale Jenkins for permission to use this material on here on the International Gospel Hour. We are indebted to them for their good work and our fellowship with them. And our friend Andrew Phillips takes Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, and he simply titles this writing, Making Sense of Grace. He refers back to a movie from 2011 called Courageous. He says, Courageous opens with a captivating sequence. One of the main characters, Nathan, leaves his truck running at a gas station and is standing only a few feet away when a nearby man jumps in and hits the accelerator. Nathan takes off running, reaches out to grab onto the wheel and through the open driver's window and is carried off by the moving truck. He and the other driver fight over control of the vehicle, with Nathan coming perilously close to falling down on the road. He finally forces the thief to drive into the grass and abandon the vehicle. As Nathan staggers toward the truck, bystanders tell him to stop and rest. After all, it is just a truck. Then Nathan opens the back door to reveal an infant in a car seat. He is not concerned with the truck, but with his child. Nathan's actions don't make much sense until you know his motivation. If someone heard what Jesus did, coming to a sinful earth to suffer torture and death, 
it would not make much sense unless that person knows the motivation behind those actions. Ephesians 2, 1 through 10 opens a door and reveals God's love motivated by mercy. God is concerned for His children, and He sent His Son. Salvation is the greatest gift we can imagine, and it is only available because of God's grace. As Ephesians 2.10 reminds us, we were created to do good works. Understanding grace doesn't cause us to stop working for God. Instead, it motivates us to live for Him who redeems us. We are His children only because of His grace. These are great thoughts. Thank you so much, Andrew. And you know, dear friends, God's grace changes our lives. And for the Ephesian Christians, it was a before and an after. We're going to look more at the text of Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, and God's grace in just a moment. But first, our J-Webb has some good words for us. Hello, friends. Miss a broadcast of Are You Listening? Please know you may easily access previous broadcasts through our podcast partners at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Just search for International Gospel Hour, and you can find previous broadcasts of Are You Listening? They are always there, 24-7, for you to listen or download. And now, let's continue our study today. Dear friends, God's grace is life-changing. Consider Ephesians 2, 1-10. Now, verses 1 through 3 would be the before, and verses 4 through 10 is the after. Let's look at the before. What type of life were the Ephesian Christians living before? Well, we'll see three right off the bat. Paul says, You were dead in trespasses and sins. You walked according to this world and you were wealthy in pleasure. You were dead in trespasses and sins. Let's consider that first one. Mark Copeland has some excellent thoughts as he brought forth the definitions. You know, our separation from God has been brought about by trespasses and sins. We note that from Romans 6.23 and how the wages of sin is death. The word trespasses would be a definition that we would call sins of commission. That's where we would deviate from the straight and narrow path. The word sins would be inclinations, thoughts, words, and deeds which which miss the mark of glorifying God. We would probably call those sins of omission. James 4.17, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and do it not, to him it is sin. He omits things in his life. And so sins of commission or omission, these are sins we committed, as made clear with the phrase, which we'll see in a moment, in which you once walked. And of course, also not those of our forefathers. And parallel with that, Ezekiel 18.20. We appreciate Mark bringing forth these thoughts in his study. Dear friends, trespasses is like a sin of commission. We intend to live that way. We're not going to change. Sins would be more like a sin of omission, things we fail to do. He said you were dead in trespasses and sins. You were dead spiritually. And you also walked according to the world. We're taught in 1 John 2.15 to love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. That if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Zur, in his wonderful commentary on page 96, says this defines as running true to form. 
you're walking according to Satan. Oh, how we are reminded that Satan is the god of this world. In 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4, he's the evil one, Matthew 6:13. He's the deceiver, Revelation 20, verse 10. And finally, in verses 1 through 3, Paul says, You were wealthy in pleasure, pleasure that would take us away from God, as Peter describes in 1 Peter 4, verse 3, and Titus 3, and verse 3, that we were wealthy or we had accumulated the things of the world. So the before God's grace, here we see their lives. They were dead in trespasses and sins. They walked according to the world, and they were wealthy in pleasure. Dear friends, I want to pause and ask you graciously, does this sound like you? Are you looking for a better life? I want to pause right here. Listen to the offer that's coming that's absolutely free that our J-Webb will tell you about. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. And now, consider the after. The after God's grace through verse 10 of Ephesians 2. Notice these things. You are alive in verses 4 and 5. You are walking according to Christ. You are wealthy in His grace and exceeding riches. You are thankful for God's mercy, verses 8 and 9. And you are working, showing your obedient faith, verse 10. Let's see if we can address these in the time that we have remaining. You are alive. We're made alive together with Christ. We see that in verses 4 and 5. Planted together in the likeness of His death and resurrection in Romans 6, verse 5. He says you are walking according to Christ. You were alive. You are alive. You were dead. Now you're alive and you're walking according to Christ. In the heavenly places mentioned on six occasions, or I'm sorry, four other occasions, from right here in verse 6, you're walking a better route. You're wealthy in His grace and exceeding riches, verse 7. That's a wonderful parallel to Matthew 6, 19. And he says, you're thankful for God's mercy and grace that was patient with you in the past. Parallel with that, 2 Peter 3, 9. Is patient with us in the present as we walk in Him in His grace. You know, these Ephesian brethren were saved by grace through faith. We learn in Ephesians 1 verse 13 that they heard and believed the gospel. In Acts 20 and verse 21, they even repented of their sins. Acts 19 verse 18, they confessed. And in Acts 19 and verse 5, they were baptized. The baptism of John was not going to work for them. They were baptized in the name of Christ. What a beautiful thought. Therefore, I can be saved by grace the same way the Ephesian brethren were. And then they brought forth their work that shows their obedient faith. They were created unto good works to glorify the Father, as we see in Matthew 5.16. 
You know, it's been said, I will not work my soul to save for that my Lord has done, but I will work like any slave for the love of God's dear Son. As His workmanship, we bring forth our faith through our works. God's grace is life-changing. He opens the door for us to obey the gospel. How thankful we are. And we're going to continue our studies together on these things, dear friends. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Jeff Archie. And until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.